Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the My Sort of Rican podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Nelly. This is episode 29. Today is Saturday. I've got some great guests on with me uh, joining me today. Fellow podcasters, Moose and Baby Buffalo. Love those names. They are from the Moose Lounge, which is out of Lexington, Kentucky. Gentlemen, go ahead and come on the show and uh, introduce yourselves. What's up, Andrew, man? How you doing? What's going on? I'm doing well, man. Doing well. Sure. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. So being that uh, this is y'all's first time on my show, uh, I'd like you guys to just kind of give yourselves a little introduction, do a little background, where you're from, where you grew up, current city, what you do for a living, things of that nature. All right. Well, first off, uh, I'm Moose. Uh, born and raised here in Lexington. Uh, always. I mean, I, I currently live in Nicholasville, but, you know, born and raised in Lexington. I just moved out there probably about four or five years ago now. Um, my occupation is a specimen processor. I work for one of the largest lab companies here in the U.S., I think even international. But, uh, yeah, that's what I do. You know, sometimes it's fun. Some it's not very exciting. But I, I used to be a phlebotomist. Did phlebotomy for eight years, and then I guess once around COVID hit, I decided I didn't want to deal with the public anymore. And this position come up, and I decided to take like a little desk job type thing. So that's, that's what I've been doing. Yeah, very cool. How about you, Jeff? I've grown and lived in Lexington all my life. Um, I used to spend a lot of time in Paris. My grandpa had a farm out there. So that's kind of where I got my accent from. And then uh, <laughs> I do medical coding right now. I've, me and Amos used to do phlebotomy together for eight years. Yeah. Did you say? Yeah. And uh, I finally, he left to go to LabCorp. And then uh, I did medical coding because that's just what my mom does. So I get to stay home and work in my pajamas. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. That's uh. That's a great thing to be able to be able to do in this day and age. Yes, so, it is. It's pretty. It's pretty probably. good. Yeah, it's probably the best. Very cool. So Paris, I love that. That's a very cool city. I uh, I got to know Paris pretty well when I was driving for Amazon. We did a lot of delivering out there, so oh, nice. I know those uh, backcountry roads pretty well, and that's some really pretty country out there. Oh yeah. Um, so you guys, uh, as I said at the top of the show, you guys are fellow podcasters, which is always really cool to have. Mm-hmm podcasters on the on the you know podcast show uh you know because we're all kind of learning still how to do this and what the odds and ends are um so what you know i i'm curious what got you two into podcasting what what got you all started uh, amos got me started <laughs> nice yeah uh just listening to podcast really you know i never realized how much fun you could have and mm-hmm. uh just find it. You got to come up with your idea and your show no. idea and all that stuff. But uh, Jeff, actually, I'm going to go on and skip down here to part B on your little thing here, Andrew. Jeff mm-hmm. introduced me to uh, to some fellow podcasters called the McElroy Brothers. And uh, mm. it's a, a trio of brothers. <laughs> and the show that he got me turned on to was called My Adventure Zone. Yeah. And it's the three of them plus their dad. And for like the first 120 episodes, they created this story arc around Dungeons and Dragons. Huh. Yeah. And it was the best story I think I've ever heard in my life. And I mean, I'm instantly hooked. 
It goes anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and a half an episode. And the amount of fun that they had, I didn't know podcasting could be done like that. So you throw that in with uh, another influencer, Joe Rogan. And I mean, dude, the sky's the limit. I mean, it's safe to say Joe Rogan probably is the man behind the curtain for, I'd say, 95% of people who got started in podcasting, just because we all didn't realize how easily it could be done, because it kind of seemed like you had to have this big, giant, expensive studio, which if you know anything about Joe Rogan, I think there's even like a little documentary on YouTube about how he got started. He started in his living room with no more than like a, a shirt mic that you just pin to your shirt and he would have his his comic buddies over and that was the beginnings of the jre experience and you know of of course at first people were like you know this is ridiculous i'm not this is dumb i'm not doing this and then look at him now you know so uh it you know it definitely he uh inspired i'd say he's our uh he's he's the mecca of 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 podcasters for sure yeah you know i also heard a little tidbit about him yesterday i was watching some video and um, it was a, he described Joe as a, as a comic that had a, a a niche, a niche, a niche that was specifically targeted to younger, well, you know, twenties to thirty year old yeah. males. Uh, crude humor, you know, liked it, stuff like that, and comedy, and that was his niche. Well, uh, a specific product reached out to him a company that had a specific product reached out to him and uh wanted him to advertise his or their their product and lo and behold it was a sex toy (laughs) they said they said that he was the only uh promoter for this toy and because his podcast grew so big they sold so much of it that they actually had to pull the sponsorship because they couldn't keep up with how much they were selling. Oh, wow. And that product, That's that product is the flashlight. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious. Go figure, right? Yeah, that's now I'm looking at Joe so much differently in my head now. I'm like, <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> that was that's hilarious started, so that is too funny well and if you think about it if you're a comedian and you know you're approached by you know one of these uh sex shop people or you know with the makers of whatever you know that's hilarious by itself and he oh, was yeah. probably like all right i'll this will be funny i'll just do this because it's funny yeah. and then look at it now yeah. you know that just shows you that you know, hey man, never lift a, never look a gift horse in the mouth or a flashlight, whatever it may be <laughs> and uh you know you know, it's your opportunity could be right there in the shape of a flashlight. All right. So, wow. That's uh that's a great little anecdotal story there, man. I appreciate you telling us that. That's awesome. I love that. So now that I know who your uh, podcast influencers are, uh, obviously, I think we're all pretty much in the same boat with that, with Joe Rogan. Is, but the other story about the, the family, that's really cool and really interesting. Now, actually, I do have a question about that. Did they – start doing that around COVID or was this pre-COVID? Oh, Dude, that was... that, they're, they call themselves, they actually come out with a book recently called the, the first family of podcasting. And I honestly want to say yeah. that they started 
probably about the same time Joe Rogan did. Yeah, because they started. Oh, wow. out, they actually started out with my brother, my brother, and me. Oh yeah. Which was like a fifteen-minute segments of them just pretty much giving life advice yeah. off of people who gave them questions off of like Yahoo and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then they started. Then then after that, they kind of started into the Adventure Zone. Yeah, and then that spawned with I'm, their spouses. I think they got like six or seven different podcasts going on right yeah. now. Nice. Yeah, I, I'm finding that it's it's fun, especially on Anchor. It's it's kind of hard to juggle it all because Anchor's free, and we all know how free things work. Right. But uh, you know, I, I find that having multiple ones going, if you can juggle them, man, that's a really great way to, you know, I mean, like I said, human beings are more complicated than just one podcast. Like we all have our political thoughts and our mm-hmm. you know entertainment thoughts and our you know societal what's going on in you know entertainment and pop culture thoughts and it's great to really yeah. diversify so absolutely that's cool good on them for doing that um so now that i brought up anchor you know one of the things i want to ask you guys about because again it is a free app i'm not trying to knock anchor obviously we're on anchor right now so i'm not going to do that even if i wanted to uh but you know it is what it is it's a free app i've enjoyed my experience with it so far obviously there are some limitations but again it is free i'm curious what you guys think about your time and your experiences with anchor it's been good so far the only thing i don't like is the 30 minute limit well i think it's like an hour uh, or 45 minutes. i guess we're about to find out <laughs> <laughs> no so uh that's interesting you bring that up because i think it was two days ago that i interviewed the mayor here in midway and i think we went up to 57 minutes oh now we now we didn't go over the hour mark so i'm not sure if that's a thing or not but we definitely went over half an hour. So I don't know if that's see again, the anchor so weird, man. There's, there's yeah. it's because it's free and right. it, there's different ways to download it. You can put it on your computer, you can put it on your phone. And I think it works differently on different like setups. Like it, I think it works differently on a computer than it does on your phone. I don't know that for sure, but I, I think that's what's going on. Okay. Well, you're using your phone right now, right? I am. Yes. But I've heard people say, yeah, I've heard people say that the computer, and again, I don't think, I don't know if there's any evidence to this, but some people have said that the computer, it works differently. So, but that's interesting. You know, that's something to note if you're going to get into podcasting and start using Anchor. Right. Right. Well, I know you saw my, let me jump in here real quick. I know you saw my post on Podcast Nation yesterday. You know, Mm -hmm. our biggest flaw or our biggest problem is we use Audacity. And then we upload it through Anchor. Although, oh. Although I am very curious to see how this turns out because if it turns out wonderful, then we might just. Of course, we do a lot of in person podcasts too. You know, okay. We have them here. But uh, our biggest problem has been the sound quality after it's been uploaded because, you know, Audacity is also free and there's a mm-hmm. lot more tools on there. And I guess what I'm getting at is that's the one thing I don't like about Anchor. You can't sure. you can't go in and be precise about exactly what you're editing. You got to break it up into segments yeah. and then pinpoint, try to pinpoint as best as you can. So it's a lot of clipping here and clipping there. Then you got all these segments, and then you're like, "Crap, which segment was that?" You right. Know? But with Audacity, you can go in and literally highlight it and just cut it. Yeah, I would say the editing tools with Anchor uh, are definitely limiting, especially if you have some kind of like sound breakup. Like I had an episode, unfortunately, a couple days ago, and the person I was interviewing, 
their signal was kept breaking up and we'd have a couple of pockets of des- dead space. Mm-hmm. And as you know, if you try to go into post and edit those out, you could have up to nine segments that you have to remember what order they go in. Right. <laughs> so you can post them correctly. So it, you know what I mean? So it, so it plays correctly. And that's, uh, that's been really one of the biggest limiting factors with anchor is, you know, I, I really need to have a good show with as little interruptions and issues as possible. Otherwise I can cut out some of them, but there's no way I can have nine, 10, 15 cuts because it's, it's a nightmare trying yeah. to put that back together. Well, if you remember our interview we did with you, you know, we did it over the phone last time. I think mm-hmm. yeah. we, did, we did it over the yeah. phone. And uh, yeah, every time I would switch, cause I made notes for you, but every time mm-hmm. I switch over to the notes, and exited the app, it would lose you. Yes. You know, we lost that connection. So I think that's the flaw with the with the phone. If you're sitting there, if you made your notes and you're going back and forth between apps, every time you miss or you move that anchor app out of the way, it disconnects. Yeah. That's why I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I have a little pro tip here. I use so when I'm sitting down here doing my interview with you guys, I've got notepads of paper i've got my laptop i've got my phone i've got my tablet and what i've got on all those things is you know i'm i've got paper notes i've got notes on my computer as well so that way i don't have to keep toggling back and forth between things so just my phone is plugged in and then i've got my computer with you know lets me know where we're going in the show um just because switching between that stuff anchor is very I think the correct word is temperamental. It's very temperamental. (laughs) (laughs) But again, it's free. So what are you going to do? So I'm curious. You know, I I know what kind of guests I like to have on my sort of weekend, which is obviously interesting people with interesting stories. On the Moose Lounge, what what is your typical guest that you guys have on the show? Okay. Uh, Well, it's starting off as people from Kentucky that has made names for themselves outside of just going to college, or maybe they didn't even go to college. You know, there's so many more opportunities nowadays for this younger generation that you don't necessarily have to go to college. You know, you got Twitch, you got YouTube, you got Instagram influencers. Like all you really need is like a niche and a product that you can promote. Like, look, I don't know. I mean, look, just self-made. Yeah, self-made, you know? self-made people. You know, um, mm-hmm. like there's so many people that have literally gone to college for four years plus, got that student debt, and then now they're like a YouTube star, but they don't even do anything with their degree. Mm-hmm. And the one I'm specifically thinking of is No Life Shack. Yeah, he went to college. Mm-hmm. He didn't even use his degree. He ended up working for something, and then hated that job and it was his girlfriend that pushed him towards music video reviews and mm-hmm. the guy has such a an overwhelming persona on it that it took off man and you know that you don't need a degree for that like you could have done that when you were 16 and just done it forever you know what I mean and then now sure. like if I'd have known that I could have come up with some equipment and videotape myself playing Go Nod back in the day, you know, on Nintendo 64 <laughs> and just killing my friends, you know. Dude, that would have been awesome. I mean, you know, yeah. my dad, you know, video games ain't never going to make you money, <laughs> you know. I'm like, well, yeah. okay. So I grew up. And then now you got these Twitch streamers that's 12 years old making hundreds of thousands or more 
And uh, yeah, so you don't you don't need to go to college. College is a a tool that you can use in life, but you don't need it. I mean, especially if you grew up and you're handy, you don't need it. You can make tutorial videos on YouTube. You, there's just so much stuff that you can do. And then, uh, I mean, look at a comedian, a stand-up comedian. They didn't have to go to college. Yeah. They just got a gift to be funny. Or you can have like a professional weightlifter or something. You know what I mean? They didn't necessarily have to go to college. They're just very dedicated to working out. Or uh, I had a buddy on our second episode. He's a tour manager. He'd been in the music industry since uh, he was 14 years old, yep. hustling and bustling. And, you know, everyone was like, oh, what's this kid doing? And then now look at him. He's he's traveled the world. He's had dinner with different people. He uh, He's actually doing real bird right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I mean, you, you just got to have a, a hustle and a desire and a burn in your heart for something and just make that happen. And uh, those are the people that we we like to have on. You know, someone with an interesting That's awesome. story. You know, now I don't offer them money, but I do offer them free bourbon. So... <laughs> <laughs> Right on, man. Well, and you know, that's, that's why, you know, I mean, you're off also offering them exposure, you know, so, you know, when you, when you put a podcast out, especially through anchor, it goes out over Spotify and, you know, uh, outcasts and all these different platforms and you're helping them promote themselves and their products. So if it's a musician or an entertainer, um, you're offering them free, uh, exposure. And so, you know, you can't really put a price on that. I'll tell you though, some of those influencers you were talking about, the, the, some of those people just make you sick because uh, there's one girl in particular that uh, my wife has found that has brought to my attention. This chick cooks on YouTube, and then you watch her eat, oh, and yeah. she's made she's made like a million dollars a year just making a uh, a meal, and then you sit there and watch her and listen to her chew and swallow, like <laughs> you know, like. Shrimp. Hold on. Here. Hold on. Here's the best part. She eats the food that people sent her the money to buy the ingredients to make. Wow. So it's all profit. Wow. You're just sitting here watching this chick eat the meal that you sent her the money to prepare, and then people sit there and watch her eat the meal for like 45 minutes, and she's a millionaire. That's crazy. That's it. No skills. No. There's nothing. I could do amazing or fantastic. Yeah. There's there's nothing about her at all that's particularly interesting or, or fun or engaging. I don't know why people do this. It shows you just how <laughs> bored we are as a society that we need something to do. Yeah. But yeah. So, you know, Hey, when you say you don't need to go to college, there you go, man. There's a prime example. I, I think me and Amos just found our next gig that we're going to do. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, I'm, put that on YouTube. I'll be so jealous, man. If y'all make that happen, <laughs> but uh, hey, this is America. More power to you, man. Go do it. <laughs> So as you guys know, one of the things we talked about on uh, when I was on your show, uh, we talked about horror films. And, you know, one of the things we do on the My Sort of Rican podcast when we need filler is we talk about horror film reviews. Uh, I know both of you guys are horror film buffs. So I'm curious to know what are some of your all's favorite horror movies and or shows? Anything out on, you know, uh, Shudder or uh you know, anything, any other platforms, what do you guys got? Um, I kind of like the more shock value movies, like uh, okay. Saw, uh, The Hills Have Eyes. Um, there is an old one. I don't know if Amos has seen it. it you might have seen it. Tokyo Gore Police. Have you all seen I don't know it? if I've seen that one. No. Oh, what, what year was that? 
Oh God, it's it's a little older, but man, it's so it's just one of those ridiculous B horror movies. I'm pr- like, okay. If, if I remember right, I think one person got turned into a half alligator person, and <laughs> it's just. Oh, so you're you're into like the you like more like the '80s like gore. I don't want to say slasher, but like uh, over the top gore. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like human centipede. No, I didn't. Um, I never had to oh watch human centipede. <laughs> Jeez, that dude. That's some heavy level stuff right there yeah man. i hated that movie that movie was so yeah bad. that's why i didn't watch it <laughs> i didn't even think it was i i think i fell asleep I really I, yeah i think i tried to watch it about three times and i never made it halfway through yeah. like i still don't know how it ended now there's the new one coming out uh what's that one we just saw the preview for it the old guy who's blind oh yeah uh what's that called can't see or something yeah uh, Shoot. I'll look it up. You go on talk. Steve Lang. Yeah, anyways, yeah. he's like blind and some teens come a... come bug him and mm. he ends up killing everybody. And I mean it looks it looks really good. The first one was awesome. Okay. Yeah. Well the thing about human centipede is how many times can you remake the concept of Putting a bunch of people together. Well, apparently, th- apparently three times. Yeah, that's but see, that's like <laughs> see, that's like that's like the Jaws series, man. Like the shark eats the people. We get it. That's the first one. You go kill the shark. Okay. Yeah. Second one, sharks back. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Then you get into three, and you're like, come on, man, really? And then you get to four, and then you get to five, and I think they made six of them. By six, yeah. it was like the search for a plot. Like you know, that yeah. was the name of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you can only go. It's called Don't Breathe. Don't Breathe. Don't Breathe. Don't Breathe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Don't Breathe gotcha. just come out on the 13th. But yeah. I, lo- I used to love like, the old Jason movies. The what movie? Jason. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Friday the 13th movies. Yeah, man. Old school 80s campy movies. Yeah. Yeah. What's, uh, what, what about, what about you, Moose? What do you, what do you got? What are your, uh, what are your faves? Well, like I said last time, I love The Strangers. Like, okay. Movie wise, I thought The Strangers was, awesome man like i didn't know what i was getting into when i watched it and i missed it when i went to theaters which i love going to a movie theater that's packed on like opening night and you can just feed off the audience like you hear them be like don't go in there you idiot you yeah. know and yeah. you, just, you just sit there and you chuckle on the inside and then when that big <laughs> that big scare factor happens on the screen everyone jumps and then when everyone jumps i think it's funny so then i laugh but uh, sure. as far as TV show goes, man, I love uh, the American Horror Story series. Yeah, I really like that. Like the the first season. I couldn't get into those. Huh? You couldn't? No, I don't know why. No, but uh, the first season was awesome. I loved it, and then they got kind of more weird. Mm-hmm. But they're still good. They're really good. They get real dark and creepy. Yeah, and then uh, they do. Another movie that everyone likes was that Hereditary movie. Oh yeah, did you see that? That was jacked up, man. Oh, dude, yeah, I, I covered that on one of my uh, horror film reviews, man. Now, I need to, sure. I need to give that another shot because I think at the time I was working like a weird shift. I think I might have still been at the Blood Center. Yeah, and uh, I got tired, man. I used to work night shift back in the day, and it took me years to get back on like a day shift schedule. Oh yeah, so if you step me in a dark room in a halfway comfortable seat. I'm that night. Asleep. Yeah, that <laughs> night. 
Yeah. yeah. So, but well, the you, yeah, you got to watch that again. Yeah, that's dude. That movie is. Um, I can't. I can't say enough about that film. It's just so. It's got so much going on. There's so much going on in the plot and and the sensory things that they're throwing at you with. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's demonic stuff and devil worshiping stuff, and and it's just it's a it's a wild film. It really is. Speaking of that, have you guys watched Castlevania on Netflix? The anime? Yeah. Uh-uh. Dude, they get uh, weird in that one. Oh, really? Very weird. <laughs> huh. Weird is good, man. Yeah. Weird is good. I mean, that's it's, awesome. It's good. Well, awesome. Well, I'm I'm glad you guys jumped in on that with me again. You know, it's uh. I, I love horror films. Obviously, I try to talk about them as much as I can. Anything that's new, because you know the thing about the horror film genre is, you guys know it's it's ebbed and flowed over the you know the '80s was kind of like the peak when yeah. some of the best stuff really ever came out, and then there was a bit of a lull. And you know, this is what it does. You know, it goes up, and then it comes back down, just like yeah. a wave. And I think um, pre-COVID, it was kind of like uh, it was wasn't really doing much. But then people found out that we were all going to be stuck inside for a year and a half, and that's when Netflix and Shutter was like, oh, hell, let's get out of here and take advantage of this. <laughs> and then there was a big uptick and, you know, everything went up and there were some really great films coming out of that time period. And then now we're kind of on the backside of it. So it's, it's you know, kind of, again, uh, you know, peaks and valleys. But um, I love the title. I, I don't like it when they go uh, PG-13 for horror movies. Yeah. Uh, that, that yeah. Makes, that makes me mad. <laughs> Well, and there's there's some, you know, and it's it's weird because you can tell that they're right now, especially on Netflix, they're they're really kind of they're testing the waters of what they can get away with in this kind of weird society where everybody's so offended by everything. Yeah. So it's it's weird to watch how the films are affected by that because oh, you know yeah. pop culture is affected by everything that goes on in society and politics and whatever. So it's like the the films now have to have this certain kind of uh, theme to them or else the companies are worried that maybe they won't pass the smell test. So exactly. it's interesting to see how we're all kind of going through that, that little phase and what it will look like when we come out on the other side. So talking about that and, and, you know, kind of theming in with COVID, you know, we may or may not be going back into uh, the COVID phase two or whatever it is. And, you know, that's going to maybe put us back on restrictions and lockdowns and all that good jazz. And as you know, like for me anyway, I started my podcasting during COVID because I was like, well, I'm stuck inside. I might as well do something new and different, learn something, you know? So I guess what I want to ask you guys is, you know, you guys said you, you try to do interaction, personal interaction uh, recordings on the, on your show. If we go back into lockdowns, is that going to change how you do the moose lounge or what, what are, let, let's say, you know, hypothetically we go back into that. What, what are your all's plans for the moose lounge as far as that goes? I mean, honestly, for me, if the person's still cool coming over here, then let them come over here. Yeah, I agree. You know, with COVID's not something I'm scared of. Amen. You know, I, you know, I'm not. I don't plan on getting the vaccine at all. So, regardless of you know all that, like if they still want to come over, like I'm totally fine with it. Nice. Me, on the other hand, I did get vaccinated. You know, but I'm I'm in a hospital. Sure. So I, I see all these patients, you know, just walking by. I don't know what they got, you know, and if they ain't got that mask on, they're coughing freely, you know, like, oh, <laughs> what are you doing? Right. You right. Know? But uh, I agree with Jeff. I mean, as long as they still want to come over here, you know, we still want to have you back in here, you know. Wow. I'd love to have For you sure. in person. But, uh, That'd be fun. Yeah, that's why I was thinking we could do a simulcast where we, 
you know, shoot the video on maybe YouTube or whatever, and then we also do the anchor recording at the same time. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that. Yeah, yeah that'd be fun. I'm, I'm all about that life. So that, that kind of brings me to my next question. What, what do you guys think are like the pros and the cons of, of just virtual recording where you don't have anybody in person? What, what do you think are the positives and the negatives of it's- that? Uh, definitely one negative is just feeding off of somebody's energy. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if you just, you know, by yourself, which I really, I, I give you a lot of credit for doing that because I can't imagine how hard that is talking to people over the phone, you know, and just trying to feed off people. It's, it's just a lot. That's going to be the hardest part if we have to go back to that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we've had some very great, people in here recently and yeah. i mean i couldn't imagine doing it over the phone and not being able to feed yeah. off of them uh, yeah I, I agree with that not being able to feed off the personalities and their energy that they bring into the room with them plus you know i mean i can't you can't offer them free bourbon <laughs> <laughs> yeah right now and then another, no free negative, yeah, yeah. another negative about that is this if the connection yeah, you know, if they don't have good internet, you know, it's going to be a hard show to do. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. That's a great point. So that kind of brings me to my next question as well. What do you what do you guys think the future of podcasting looks like as far as anchor, in-person, all virtual, uh, the platforms that people use? What, what do you all think it looks like moving on 10 years down the road? Yes. I think all of the above. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't think anything is really yeah. going to change. I think how you're doing it is how it's going to be done. Of course, you know, bring up Joe Rogan once more. He offers COVID tests right then and there to his guests. Mm. You know, obviously, we can't do that. Yeah. So it's going to be like a trust thing. Hey, you good? Yeah, okay. Well, then come on through. We don't <laughs> yeah. care. You know, but right. uh, I think it's going to be your personal choice. If you want to do it virtually, if you want to do it digitally, you want to do it over the phone, you want to do it in person, it's going to be your choice. It's just going to be up to you to get out and, you know, take that risk to come to come to another person's show and, you know, just trust that they're healthy. Yeah, pretty much. What do you think, Jeff? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I, you know, the way stuff is going right now, the future kind of looks like it's going to be more over the, I don't, you know, over the phone yeah. or video. Um, I feel like that's going to be a bigger play, especially, you know, if you want to, you got somebody out West, you know, four or five different States away from you, you know, obviously you have to do it that way. Um, so I think the video is going to play a little bit bigger in the future. Yeah. I think that's probably where it's going as well. And I'd be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what anchor looks like on down the road as, as it continues to evolve. And it, it is getting better. Yeah. Uh, you know, even though it's a free app, uh, you know, they are always adding in new things and new kind of, and I'm still learning about it, believe it or not. I've been doing this for over a year and a half now, and I still am discovering buttons and little things that I didn't notice before. Like I believe it or not, I just learned that you can make a trailer for your podcast yeah. and just saw it. And yeah. And I was like, wait, what? I didn't even know that was the thing you could do. And so that's, you know, that's kind of cool. I think as long as they keep, uh, you know, adding in little extra nuances like that, I think that'll keep it interesting and keep people coming back. And certainly if we go back into lockdowns, oh, yeah. uh, that's going to, that's going to create a whole new generation of new podcasters, uh, which is which is great. So, well, great guys. Well, here at the end of the show, you know, we do this thing called closing thoughts, shout outs and plugs. This is an opportunity for both of you 
to uh, kind of leave everybody out there in podcast land, anybody listens to the show with some good feels, uh, just about, you know, generally speaking, where the country is, where it's going. Uh, and then also it's an opportunity for you guys to plug anything that you have going on. Well, I got, I'm getting ready to start a podcast. Uh, it's all about fitness. I mean, I love doing it. I love working out. I love anything that has to do with it. And it's pretty much just explaining because there's a lot of people that have a lot, a lot of questions about training, dieting. Uh, so I'm going to be de- talking a lot about all of that. So that's going to start up here soon. I don't have a, a set date yet, but I am going to be doing it. Very cool. What about you, Moose? Yeah. We're just doing the Moose Lounge, buddy. I mean, I don't know. We got some, I, we got some cool guests coming up too. Yeah, we do soon. have. Yeah, we got some cool guests coming up. Hopefully, hopefully everything works out. Yeah. I think we'll try to do this whole anchor thing with them because I was thinking about doing Zoom, and you know, then you got to toggle the video and the audio and all that. And, but I think I think Anchor's the way to go with that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think it'll be easier. So. But, Very cool. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't agree more. Well, gentlemen, thanks so much for coming on the show. Both of y'all are a lot of fun. Y'all are a blast. We always have a good time. And uh, this was great. And it was an honor and a pleasure having both of y'all on. Thanks I wish both of you the best of luck with your, your podcast and uh, great job. Yeah, buddy. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you, Andrew. Thank you, guys.